Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. Today's Quick Tips episode is one that we are so excited about. We asked the members of the Spark Joy Club to send us some of their burning, tidying questions and respond they did. The Spark Joy Club is home to over 200 tidiers in the process of organizing their own homes and finding joy in all aspects of their lives. They are our own tidying laboratory, and we all find solutions to so many issues we have, and we share them along the way. We love these questions, and we're sure that everyone will find something useful for their own tidying journey. So let's get right to them. SparkJoy Club member question number one comes from Katie Groskoff. I would love tips for when we get stalled or stuck in the middle of the tidying process. Tips to jumpstart your momentum would be really helpful. Well, we've all been there. Inside the Spark Joy Club, we talked about this whole idea of where procrastination meets organization in an episode called Eat the Frog. The idea of really jumping on the hardest or most challenging task of the day at the very top of the day, eating that frog before you get into other tasks that are more like busy work or easier for you to get motivated around. This particular topic was addressed in one of the Facebook Lives that is a big part of the Spark Joy Club membership. Myself and Karen and Power Partners come into the club twice a month and we address burning challenges that members have brought up throughout the year common tidying related questions. So if you're interested in access to the club, we will be reminding you of how you can join later on. Also, when you're feeling like you have no idea where to start, it may be helpful to lean on a plan. So we talked about how to plan your tidying event in Spark Joy episode 73. Remember, a goal without a plan is just a wish. So it's very important to make sure you're making time for this significant event in your life. Let's talk about how you can begin to address this issue. First of all, ask yourself, what is causing your momentum to slide? Are you feeling that there will be no end to your tidying? Do you feel overwhelmed with the amount of categories that you have to deal with? Are family members giving you a hard time about your organizing? Are you having a hard time visualizing the benefit of all your hard work? Are you practicing self-care? No matter how much stuff you have to deal with, remember, tidying has a start and it has an end. There's a finite number of things in your home. And I hear people often say, oh my gosh, this is going to take forever. It will require a significant amount of time, but it will definitely not take forever. Each item you sort is another step forward. So celebrate your successes with your whole heart, even if it's just the smallest of subcategories. If you find yourself repeating a category or asking yourself, where should I put this? Or how much should I let go? 
make sure to know that we have your back in the form of virtual organizing support. We're here for you. Reach out to myself or Karen for additional help. Also, if you're feeling stuck, your vision is everything when it comes to this process. Without that, it's nearly impossible to see through until the end. So go back to your vision and review it maybe a couple of times to make sure your priorities haven't shifted. Nothing says your vision has to be the same always. You can edit it as you start to achieve it, but it must be meaningful to you in order for it to really truly work and ground the thousands of decisions that you're confronting. Make sure to turn to SparkJoy episode number five for more thoughts around visualizing your ideal lifestyle and ideal living environment. If your family or others in your life are not supportive, maybe you will have to consider your tidying vision without their participation. It's okay if they're not interested in tidying their own things, but if they are really resisting your efforts, it's definitely time to sit down in a neutral, relaxed settings and discuss what their concerns are. Remember, you should never tidy tired. Make sure to take a break, get some nourishment, and prepare yourself for this mental and physical exercise. Nothing will sap your motivation faster than trying to make decisions while you're tired. This leads us to our next question, which is also a great technique for avoiding momentum loss. Quick wins. Here's Joy Club member question number two. Rosemary J writes, I'd love some quick win ideas for when I just want something short and sweet to finish. We call this type of sorting the low hanging fruit. Those categories or subcategories that you can accomplish quickly and give yourself a quick enthusiasm boost. Examples of this would be joy checking items that are most relevant during quarantine. So maybe choosing a subcategory under office or learning, something like markers, printer paper, or scrap paper. Other relevant categories include cleaning supplies and also anything that nourishes your body. So maybe pantry items or kitchen utensils. These could include categories that are useful instead of things that necessarily spark joy because they're beautiful. Maybe it's time to consider sorting your socks or maybe your toiletries. Whatever category for you does not take a lot of emotional energy and would be easy to do in a short amount of time qualifies as a quick win. These are really great if you've just completed a difficult category or if you just have a limited amount of time, but you want to get a small tidying task under your belt. It could be that your home has become an Amazon box storage facility. Maybe you have lots of donations that you have already identified that can go right out the door now. It's okay if some of this work goes out of category order. If you have already identified that some things are already going to be going on to their next home. So get those donations out the door, recycle those Amazon boxes, bask in the glory of all your newfound space. Those type of activities are how you organize the organizing process. It's okay to organize subcategories before you've finished an entire category. Go ahead and fold your edited t-shirts before you move on to your workout clothes for a much needed boost. You can also play the pickup game 
turn your attention to putting away a particular item that you have already verified is staying in your home. That allows you to make sure that you're honoring your click point. You can also prepare for your next tidying moment. So sometimes just the act of collecting together a subcategory, for example, collecting all of the paper throughout your whole home, it doesn't require any active decision-making, but it definitely sets you up for addressing that category. Now we have a very good kimono category question. SparkJoy Club member, question number three. Paige Adele asks, I'm interested in how to joy check furniture. Do I move it? Do I take everything off the shelves? Do I leave furniture in sets or do I do them one at a time? Great question. We sometimes forget that furniture is one of the big kimono subcategories. The items in this category are really important. This is a great opportunity for you to evaluate if your furniture is contributing to your vision and your joy. Are we supposed to make a big pile of all the furniture in our home in one room? We do not suggest that you move heavy furniture around too much unless by comparing it together will help you in your process. For example, if you have many end tables, card tables, or other small pieces that serve similar purposes, it can definitely help to look at them as a group. Some of my clients have loose home decor that either had a place before they started their organizing and has kind of been shifted around or never had a place and it just has great inherent joy. They found it really helpful to put these pieces in a room, lining up their space with frames and albums and little decorative vases and artwork and sentimental items. Sometimes collecting them together can help you celebrate your success in the end by adorning your home with really special things that represent you, your character, your personality. For the most part, consider the use of the room and whether the furniture in that room supports it as well as the decor. For example, does the furniture in your dining room support nourishment and family gathering? Finally, make sure that you are not considering sentimental furniture in the same way as your other furniture. This might include furniture that you've inherited, things that you picked up while traveling, or even the bookcase that you used in college and have carried along with you every home along the way. In that circumstance, again, it may be important to separate these items to that room or that corner in your home where you are collecting things that you could use throughout your space once you've got the basics organized and you reach your sentimental category. This category can also include the furniture that you have in your basement, garage, or attic. Take a good hard look at why you are keeping those things. Do you plan on using them in a future home? Do you expect that your children will want them going forward? Be sure to joy check those with both the practical and the sentimental thought behind them and determine whether or not they are worth the space that they are taking up in your life. Our last two quick tips are about holidays and holiday giving. SparkJoy Club member question number four. Melinda Nina DJ writes, How do we gift experiences instead of things when most experiences, traveling, plays, amusement parks, movies, are closed due to COVID? When it comes to gift giving during COVID, we are certainly presented with a challenge of a new kind. 
So use episode 139 as your guide to experiences that spark joy. And if you're already thinking about purchasing some items for your loved ones over the holidays, consider shopping mindfully. If you need a little bit of a boost or some inspiration, you can check out my TEDx talk, Confronting 10 Years of Amazon Order History is the New Self-Care. I walk through exactly how I looked at my shopping patterns on the Amazon platform for the last 10 years, what I learned about myself and how I shop moving forward. Always good to check in with your shopping habits during the holidays. Make sure you're asking yourself the right questions before you click place your order. And finally, SparkJoy Club member question number five. Christine Mundus writes, Holiday decorations. I'm sure it's as simple as does it spark joy, but I tend to hold on to decorations I'm no longer using just in case. Like I went through a purple phase. Now I'm in the ocean phase. Then I still have stuff that represented how I decorated when the kids were home. When I read this question, my first thought was that this may be a case of mixing up sentimental items in with this kimono category which is very common when it comes to things like holiday decorations. Most of us have a variety of decorations that are a combination of design decisions like Oceanside and beach-related and things that we have hung on a tree for years and years. In this case, you should hold off making decisions about seasonal decor until you're right up against that sentimental category. Decor does represent kimono or miscellaneous items, So just make that the very last subcategory before you jump in to sentimental. That way you can get a lot more decisions behind you and really lean into which items are of of inherent joy to you versus which are trendy or which represented, you know, a blue phase or a purple phase. And there you have it. Our SparkJoy Club members burning tidying questions. We so appreciate the time that they took to share with us some of their issues and challenges along their journeys. We so much appreciate all of the contributions our members make to the club, not only helping themselves and supporting each other, but also the insights and inspiration they give to both Christian and myself. Before we close, we'd like to send a special welcome and thank you to our newest SparkJoy Club members at the Joy Sparker level. Vivian Baker, and Susan Shirk. Join over 200 serious tidiers who are making 2020 their very last year of being disorganized. We welcome you to extend the conversation around taking action, living, and maintaining a tidy lifestyle. When you join the Spark Joy Club, you will also get access to exclusive Facebook Lives that address more burning tidying questions and your unique challenges. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tidying questions or share stories about how Kamari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show, which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy.
Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your hosts, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.